Hello, welcome to Tiz Talk. Welcome to Tiz Talk. I'm Mary Myers. And I'm Julianne Murphy. This is episode 13 for the week beginning 19th of December and the last one in this series for this year. We open with an exciting update from Jerry Murray on Tisbury's affordable housing development. We have just had a piece of excellent news from the Wiltshire Council Planning Committee. Then we have a lovely review from Kate Gam about Hannah Mooney and her paintings at Messam's Art Gallery with some beautiful muted wintry blues and yellows. Dogs are having fun in Chilmark. And so people can come here and relax, letting their dog off, knowing that they're not going to react towards another dog. And then Liz Camp with the Watsons around Tisbury in the run-up to Christmas, including news of a very important organisation that monitors a certain person's whereabouts on Christmas Eve. To visit every boy and girl in the world, Santa needs to fly at around 1,800 miles a second. And we finish in a Christmassy mood. We start with very interesting news from Parish Councillor Jerry Murray, who explained to Mary the details of Tisbury's new affordable housing development. My name is Jerry Murray. I'm Deputy Chair of Tisbury Parish Council, but I'm also the Chair of the Nadder Community Land Trust. And we have just had a piece of excellent news from the Wiltshire Council Planning Committee, the new development at the former sports centre up by the new Nadder Centre. Okay. What we've ended up with is a small scheme, a 13-house scheme, where a full 50% of the houses uh, will be affordable. The land that they're on, the affordable portion, that will be owned by the Community Land Trust. The buildings themselves will be owned by our partner, Whitehorse Housing Association. And the fact that the Community Land Trust owns the land means that those houses can never be sold off into the market and will remain as affordable in perpetuity. Local connection, living here, having family here, working here, um, will come first. And local people will have the first opportunity to rent those houses over anybody else. And that's been a long-standing complaint in the community that while there is a fair amount of social housing in Tisbury. An awful lot of it is allocated to people elsewhere in the county Mm. and not to local people. Mm. But this will be the first development in Tisbury that will change that. That's great. So 13 new houses are going to be built up by the old sports centre and half of them will be affordable. What do we call affordable here? What What price will they be, basically, and when will they be built? The maximum rent that can be charged is 80% of the market rate, and we will try and drive that down as close as we can to 60% of the market rate. So that would be how much, do you think, for a a two-bedroom house? Well, it's really impossible to say because the market changes all the time. Mm. So you've just got to look at what the market rates are, 
and then do the mathematics that takes you to 80 or 60% of that. Yeah. Um, now, it's really hard to say at the moment. It would be wrong to say an exact figure right now um, because you know they probably won't be available for another 18 months. Because what happens now is that the developer owned by Wiltshire Council called Stone Circle, who are responsible for making sure it happens, they will put uh, the development out to, to tender by a house builder. That will probably take at least six and probably nine months. So we would be looking, hopefully, for construction to start in 2023 for delivery in 2024. And how big are these houses? Uh, there are two one-bedrooms, then a number of two-bedrooms, but they're mostly three-bedrooms. The immediate benefit for local people is the fact that the housing is affordable. Tisbury, as we know, is a very expensive place to live. Um, families who are established here, young people grow up in those families, there isn't a huge amount of employment in the area, and they can't afford to live here, so they end up leaving and splitting the family up. This kind of affordable development will enable, hopefully, younger people to stay here mm. and give the community a great deal more resilience mm. than it has. That is, that is the, the, the whole idea. With the negotiation we had with the council, we made it mean a development which had the best interests of the community at its heart. Uh, and eventually, after a long time, through the whole pandemic, actually, they accepted that. And what have you done personally to push it through? I mean, all I've done is make sure that the Community Land Trust survived to do the negotiation on behalf of the Parish Council. The people who really get the credit for this are the people who develop um, Tisbury's neighbourhood plan. Yeah. Well, generally great, um, but what do you say to the people who were hoping for a lovely meadow up there? <laughs> well, well, well that, that is true. I say sorry, I guess. Mm. Um, it was, when the Nader Centre was built, it was allocated as a wildflower meadow. But, you know, we do need housing. Young people, mm. you know, want to want to make families here, yeah. need to be housed. Mm. And wildflower meadows are lovely, but we need housing. All of these houses have gardens. They all have sustainable uh, heating systems. They all have electric vehicle chargers. The community itself has been very active in specifying what these houses look like, um, what the standard is that they are built to. I mean, that consultation went on for a year. Mm. And I have to say, with, you know, giving credit where credit's due, the developer, the council did respond positively to ah, that. That's very right. good. Well, if you go on to the Nader Community Land Trust website, that's nadercommunitylandtrust.org, there is a whole array of, of pictures, photographs, artists' impressions, site designs. If you're interested in the technical detail, you can also look up the planning application on Wiltshire Council's planning website and that will give you much more technical stuff about what's actually going to be there. So just one last word about how you're feeling about this. Well, relieved, <laughs> I think. Yeah, relieved because it's taken a very long time and somewhat reinvigorated about the efficacy of neighbourhood planning because, you know, neighbourhood planning is hard it takes a long time. People have to give up enormous amounts of their, of their own personal time. Mm. Uh, none of us are experts at this. 
Um, this is a great example of a neighbourhood plan being honoured and, you know, hopefully will give encouragement to people to, to keep doing neighbourhood planning. Fantastic. Thanks very much, Jerry. You're very welcome. Follow us on Instagram at TizTalkRadio. Now you've still got time to catch a lovely exhibition at Messam's by Hannah Mooney from Ireland. And here's Kate Gam to review the show. A very fine way to end your Tisbury year would be a visit to the Hannah Mooney exhibition taking place at Messam's Gallery. Hannah is part of Messam's Emerging Talent Programme and the exhibition covers her work from the last three years. At just 27, Hannah has already won a number of awards and shows great maturity as an artist. Born in Ireland and based in County Mayo, her still life and especially her landscape paintings are inspired by her daily walks, embracing the changing light that the region is known for and its impact on the landscape through changing weather and seasons. As Hannah says, I feel as though I can learn from these places and revisit them like old friends, acquiring new knowledge and insight with every meeting. The exhibition seems to fit particularly well with the current cold weather, with some beautiful muted wintry blues and yellows. It is an exceptional exhibition with all artworks for sale. Entrance is free and the cafe is serving some very fine seasonal cakes. The chestnut and mulberry is an artwork in itself, as well as brunch, lunch and supper. A must-see destination for your Christmas guests. You can see more about the artist at hannahmooney.co.uk and opening times at messamswiltshire.com. I wish a happy Christmas to all Tis Talk listeners. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. Now, up in Shulmark, Mel Flower explains to Julianne why, if you've got a dog, you might want to book into Fieldtastic. I've just arrived up at Fieldtastic. Easy enough to find. Interesting place. Lots of farm buildings. I've pulled into the car park and there is a rather large and very securely fenced off field with looks like things to stimulate dogs in. There's a Christmas tree, there's Christmas lights, and I can see from here there's a very happy dog uh, running around with his ball, looking delighted with himself. I think I'll get out and just have a nose around and see if I can find Mel. Well, we opened a year ago in May and it's been a huge success. I've absolutely enjoyed doing what I do. And uh, what it's provided for so many dogs in the area is just amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. I just talked to those two ladies and one had come from Blandford, one had come from Shaftesbury. I think yeah. that is a long way to go to walk your dog. It is, yeah. That's really quite you know nice to hear how far they have come and how far people do come to use the facility. Yeah. 
to my right over here there's a little cabin and apparently there's a coffee making machine i can see umbrellas yeah yeah we've got everything in there coffee machine it's the favorite is the hot chocolate that i provide in there got the toy box so that's fully loaded with all sorts of toys for the dogs to interact with and there's a picnic table so yeah we've got one down the far end and we've got a little bench which is quite nice tucked away in the corner so you can sit and take in the views there is also a bath, a sunken bath yeah. with a hose and tap. Well, that's great for cleaning off if they get muddy and yeah, dirty. That's right, and also to cool off in the summer months. Of course, so, yeah. Um, which it's it's very popular in the summer, um, and I provide a little paddling pool as well for them right. to come in, uh, come and use. Do so. people? tend to come in groups or they book individually so we get quite a few dogs which are reactive and that was the purpose of the field because i used to foster dogs oh yeah and you know i personally didn't have reactive dogs because i've got a dog of my own but within the rescue we had um, reactive dogs that would come into the system to walk them you needed somewhere like this or somewhere very isolated yeah um and so people can come here and relax setting their dog off knowing that they're not going to react towards another dog or a cow a person or yeah yeah sheep yeah, yeah yeah it's good for training oh right so yeah, of course. um you can come up here and train if your dog isn't good on recall you can come up here and practice recall no, it's a six foot fence all the way around and we've got the deer gates there as well so they can do a 50 minute session so i have a little buffer gap so if there is a reactive dog in here it gives them time to get to their car before the next person arrives okay so it just gives them that little buffer zone um so they don't clash or i do 25 minute slots as well as packages for our regular visitors so they get a free session when they book five through the website do you um, want to give the uh, website yeah, address yeah it's yeah. fieldtastic.co.uk I mean, I've got a camera system, which is my saviour, so it saves right. me having to be up here. I've got my own dog. He's a Labradoodle cross. He thinks this is his. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He comes up here. We come up, you know, a couple of times a day to just check things are topped up. But he cries all the way up the drive until we get to the field. <laughs> and a lot of other dogs do the same, apparently. So. Brilliant. Are you from here now? I actually from Salisbury and then I married my husband and we, we moved into Chilmark. So, well, he's, he's from Chilmark. I live literally just down the bottom. Um, and this piece of land on the farm was sitting empty for over 10 years. And I just said to Hubby one day, do you know what? Can we do a dog field? And he said, yeah. <laughs> Had you seen them in other places? Are they all over the country? Yeah, or? yeah, they're widespread. Are they? Absolutely. And I think a lot of farmers now are going down this route because of an extra income for yeah, them. an extra income stream. Absolutely. Oh, well, thanks very much for talking to me. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. So listening now to Liz Cole Camp and her special guest Flash Gordon, who is monitoring a certain person's movements on Christmas Eve. Well, Christmas might be coming, but baby, it's cold out there. And if you need a place to warm up with some heat, a hot drink and a bit of company, Tisbury Parish Council is running a warm spaces initiative 
up at the Nada Centre on Mondays and in the Methodist Hall on the High Street on Fridays. And the Warm Spaces runs from 9.30 in the morning till 12.30 in the afternoon. It's all free to local residents and there's board games, cards, puzzles, free Wi-Fi, hot showers and helpful energy cost savings advice from the Nada Community Energy Team. Tisberry's Community Larder, and that's Tisberry's at the Youth Centre, is now open Monday to Saturday from 9.30 until 2 in the afternoon. If you're in need of warm clothing or groceries, it's right behind Tisbury Swimming Pool. The Larder is also looking for donations to keep it stocked with tins of food, tasty treats, toiletries, winter clothing and blankets. There's a food bank food collection box in Tisbury at the co-op and donations are needed for non-perishable food that's suitable for including in emergency food parcels. Pet food, nappies and toiletries are also needed. Remember, there are free logs and kindling for local people and families in need over the Christmas period. If you would like some, you need to contact Jackie at seedsforsuccess.org.uk. On Thursday, the 22nd of December, you can join 200 Voices and the Woodfalls Band for a carol singing event at the barn in Messams at Place Farm. Now, this is a free event. It's open to everyone. It starts at six o'clock in the evening. Just bring along your voice and your best Christmas wishes and help raise money for a very worthwhile cause, which is the Tisbury Fire Service. And speaking of the Tisbury Fire Service, they are holding a Christmas party from three to six o'clock on Friday, the 23rd of December, starting with the fire equipment challenge. Then there's a Christmas decoration making workshop a treasure hunt, and most importantly, Santa's Grotto. It's £2 entry and all proceeds go to the Firefighters Charity. Saturday the 24th of December is Christmas Eve and the start of a very busy weekend for our local churches as the Christian celebration of the birth of Christ begins. At four o'clock in the afternoon at St. John's Church, there's a special crib service for children with the Christmas story and carol singing. And children and grown-ups are invited to come dressed as a nativity character. St. John's also has a Christmas Eve communion service at 10 o'clock in the evening, and that's with the choir, and there'll be carol singing. And the service is led by Reverend Juliet Hume. At the Sacred Heart Catholic Church... On Christmas Eve, there are carols at 5.30 in the afternoon and then Christmas Mass at 6 o'clock. Well, of course, Christmas Eve is also Santa's big night and I know all the girls and boys in Tisbury are getting pretty excited. So, kids, if you want to know exactly what time Santa will be flying over Tisbury, you can track him on the NORAD website. Now, that stands for the North American Defence Command. Here's NORAD Special Officer Flash Gordon to explain. NORAD uses its entire North Warning System of 47 radar installations to check for signs of Santa Claus leaving the North Pole. Once Santa sets off, our satellites, located 22,000 miles above Earth, are used to track his progress. 
Our satellites have infrared sensors, which means they can lock in on the heat given off by Rudolph's red nose, so they can tell exactly where Santa is as he flies around the globe. To visit every boy and girl in the world, Santa needs to fly at around 1,800 miles a second, and he needs to visit 390,000 homes a minute. So the NORAD technology really does need to be good, and we're proud of it. Boys and girls can track Santa's sleigh on Christmas Eve by going to the NORAD Santa Tracker website or by smartphone on the NORAD Tracks Santa Claus free app. That was Officer Flash Gordon from NORAD. Sunday, the 25th of December, and it's Christmas Day! Ah, my favourite day. Well, there's a Holy Mass at 9am at the Sacred Heart and at 11 in the morning at Warder at St. John's. The Christmas celebration is at 9.30 with Reverend Juliet Hume and at 9.45 Tisbury Methodist Church is celebrating Christmas with Reverend Denise Binks leading the service. And that's all from me, wishing everybody a very, very happy Christmas and brilliant New Year. So that's all from us. Thank you for listening to the first season of Tis Talk. We'll be back in the new year. And until then, happy Christmas from me. And happy Christmas and a happy new year from me. Program, you heard Gaudé Tay from Tisbury's Community Choir and now a carol from Don Head St Mary's Church. <laughs> <laughs>